0: Hey there, kids. It is the morning after with Dick and Big J. Here we are on the 22nd day of November 2019. Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen. We've almost made it through another entire week, which is fantastic. An entire week. We look towards a shorter week next week, hopefully for a vast majority of you, as Thanksgiving is looking us right in the eye, which means uh, you got the kids on Thanksgiving break. You get to relax a little bit. Hopefully, you're not working on Thursday or Friday of next week. And you get to enjoy yourself a little bit. But in the meantime, that usually means uh, you get to work your tail off for the next couple of days to make sure you're all caught up by the time that the day's off come. Well, that's certainly the case for us. For sure. Working ahead is key. Organization. Important. (laughs) Compartmentalization. Keeping things ready to go. At any given notice Is very important over the next couple of days And hopefully you're executing on those Particular subjects as well Because today is the last day You are going to need to focus And concentrate on the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare It all wraps up today We're going to give you three more chances To win some cash on this very radio station 830, 1230, and 430 Ideally, we'd like everybody to win $200 today Yes? Yeah Let's wrap this thing up strong
1: so strong
0: so good luck to everybody we'd like to see you win some money that's what it's all about as they say up in Canada and so we'll wrap this thing up strong and we are ready to do so at the 8.30 hour on top of that Big Jay and I went to go see the Mr. Rogers movie last night we'll give you a brief breakdown of a beautiful day in the neighborhood in the 7 o'clock hour Big Jay's got a life lesson for you as we move forward and all sorts of tickets to give away to ministry and Phil and coming up tomorrow night at the Rev Center as well. So should be a pretty full Friday. And it begins with the stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to market.
1: Important stuff.
0: On the
1: morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Not sure if you and the misses have figured out your plans, but are you planning on doing any physical shopping on Black Friday? I have not heard of any, no. Okay. Uh, Odds are, if you are, you're going to want to be careful. Uh, Dave Baggett is an anti-phishing expert, and he says that there's a bunch of email-based scams that really ramp up this time of year. Biggest concern is the bad guys that can make websites look convincingly like online retailers like Amazon. For example... And then they send out equally convincing emails that link to that particular website. So shoppers who click the link on these fake websites may also enter their credit card information and that's where the problems go. So you think you're logging into Amazon, but what you're really doing is just giving your password to the crooks. To stay out of trouble experts say you should avoid making purchases via your smartphone. Don't make a purchase if the final screen doesn't have a secure padlock icon. Enable two factor authentication and don't use unsecured Wi-Fi networks never click through on email links instead go directly to the retailer's website via your browser to make these things easier for you and to avoid your identity being stolen or your credit card information being taken or whatever the case may be just a few simple steps that can avoid you losing hundreds of dollars and at least a few headaches even if you've got that kind of identity theft protection stuff going on it still takes a while to get that money back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anything that you can do to avoid that is probably smart. I know I've had my uh, stuff ganked before. Not because of this. It's just it happened. And it's always a pain. You, you've you had it happen too, right? Where somebody's y- taking some money? Y- yes. And it's it was a while ago though, right? Yeah. It was,
1: it was a while ago. Yeah, me too. A couple of years ago.
0: But still, it's one of those deals that when it happens, you're like, oh God, jeez. You should probably call somebody, and then it takes forever to get it all back. So do your own due diligence to make sure that doesn't happen. Big game for Boise State this weekend. They travel to Logan, Utah for a Saturday night matchup with the Utah State Aggies. The game is at Maverick Stadium. It'll kick off at 8.30 p.m. televised on the CBS Sports Network, but the stakes are high. If the Broncos win in Logan, they clinch the Mountain Division. They would host the conference title game on December 7th. Now, the opponent would be the winner of Saturday's division between – or showdown between San Diego State and Hawaii – BSU is favored by 9.5 points, or 9.5 points, as they say. In the game, we'll give you our final score predictions in the 8 o'clock hour. So start thinking, Big J. The Houston Texans down the Indianapolis Colts 20-17 last night. Teams entered the fourth quarter with the Colts up, but Houston scored a touchdown early and then no scoring the rest of the way. Deshaun Watson threw for 298 and a couple of touchdowns to lead the Texans to a victory. And congratulations to Miss Charlize Theron. She will be honored at the Palm Springs Film Festival Awards Gala. The Oscar winner will be uh, showcased for her work as Megan Kelly in Liongate's Bombshell. Of course, uh, Charlize Theron has had a pretty solid career, including an Oscar-winning role in Monster. Uh, she was in Young Adult, Mad Max, Fury Road, Atomic Blonde, and so much more. Harold Matzer is the... Uh, the chairman and they are bringing out the big stars for the Palm Springs Film Festival this year not only are they honoring her but they're honoring Joaquin Phoenix and Renee Zellweger and everybody is expected to attend Gala will take place January 2nd at the Palm Springs Convention Center a place that I've actually been and is much much fancier than you think
1: oh really oh man
0: uh, just driving through, a good friend of mine works worked in Palm Springs for a, a long time and so I went to visit him and they were doing a thing at the Palm Springs Convention Center and it was the nicest convention center I have ever seen, ever I mean, Palm Springs is hoity-toity as it is so it probably shouldn't surprise you but, uh, it, it, you know, it's one of those deals when I read that I was like, oh yeah it makes sense that they're holding a huge film festival there and the, the elite of the elite are going to be there and showing up because it's a very, very fancy place Cause you know, you know out of place. Well, I mean, you think you like think of convention centers, and you're like, okay, it's just like a big building with an empty space. No, this thing looks like a gigantic, like cathedral. It's crazy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff so far. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, this life lesson, uh, Nick, is
1: about uh, about time and how uh, our perspective is sometimes warped a little bit, and you know, as we uh, get older. Uh, Things start to turn into what our parents told us was the case, and if you remember being a, a teenager, uh, you know the older folks telling you uh, how things were going to be and uh, how what life was about, and you're like, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, old person. Uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, uh, as uh, adults, we say, oh, they always seem to know they they know everything, and they, you can't tell them anything. And I think this is just—it's a phase of living and growing up because no matter what. Uh, as you look through time, it, it, the generations and as society advances, it's always the, that's always the same. You know the older generation telling the younger generation you don't know uh, just yet what life is all about and, and that cycle repeats and repeats itself. Uh, and I came to realize this a little bit uh, over this week while I was watching a movie uh, that uh, is, is a little older came out in the 80s Nick, uh, it's called Transylvania 65000 right. So, uh, we're we're watch- I'm watching that movie, and, and there's a scene in there, and I'm like, man, this scene would never happen today. And it was uh, Jeff, Go- the movie stars Jeff Goldblum, uh, Ed Bigley Jr., and I, I don't want to get into the, the. If you haven't seen the movie, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> um, but, it, I mean, it's real dumb. Yeah. But there's a scene where they're in Transylvania, they had just gotten there pretty much, and a, a woman is getting off the bus with her daughter. And uh, Jeff Goldblum's character immediately goes to hit on her. So that's probably a little, you know, contentious nowadays. The woman or her daughter? The woman. The woman. We'll get to the daughter. Uh, But, you know, she's got the kid, and so he needs to distract the kid. So uh, he asks Ed Beagley Jr. to go, you to distract the kid. So uh, they have a conversation. The Jeff Goldblum and the and the woman. So they're having a conversation, and once that's done, uh, you look over and there's Ed Beagley Jr. playing with a kid and swinging her around in a circle, right? And I'm like, well, that's innocent in the '80s, but now it's like, who
0: is this strange dude swinging this kid around? I'm not sure if that would have flown in the '80s even. Oh, it did. Well, no, but, but don't forget that movie takes place in like the 1600s. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't take place in the. It's 1600s. It's modern day. Boy, in back say, in the 80s, you just said you I only watched ca- this. I, I, I caught it halfway through. I said, you've, I, and you've never seen the movie before. No, I've seen it, but I don't remember. No, don't, like, it does I, not take place
1: in the 1800s. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't take place in the. It takes place in the 80s. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you would have gotten away with. I think that's part of the comedy thing. I don't think uh, you would have gotten away with swinging around a kid that wasn't yours in the '80s that you just walked up. Yeah,
1: to. I don't know. It seemed like it, it, to me like it was a, a commonplace thing. And of course, <laughs> you know, as uh, we are now, you know, uh, just the stuff we did when we were kids out by ourselves, going out and doing things. I mean, those are kind of things. Now you're like, there's no way in hell we let that happen. Right. As, as parents, it would be just it's terribly frightening. And you can kind of see it pictured in that, just the the difference in society from now until then. And um, uh, I, I didn't, you know, I just thought that that was a weird thing to see in a movie. In a movie, okay, you wouldn't see that even now. No. No. Uh, because it's super creepy, even in a, in a comedy. And so, uh, yeah, you know what? Society kind of changes and it advances and, and the stuff that we once saw. Um, you know, it just isn't acceptable anymore And it's even weird to me Because I'm not always the most You know, liberal type of person I still have some co- pretty conservative values But even I can be like This is not cool, man And as I'm watching Disney Plus Oh no um, You know, there's some stuff on there That I'm like, yeah These these things have all changed And society has really uh, come in a real for Probably for the better As far as educational purposes And those sort of things And it's just kind of mind-blowing but I got all that from a movie
0: from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. You pro- I mean, yes. The reality of the situation is uh, it was ne- probably never okay for anybody to go up to a strange child and just start swinging them around.
1: Well, we don't know the conversation they had. Either but that doesn't way. matter. It's still super <laughs> creepy. guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if it was commonplace. Did anybody ever do that to you? Oh, what all you the time. You? Montana's a weird place, man. Yeah. And uh, I can't say that ever happened to me. But, yeah, it, it is is—it is a bit off-putting for sure. And, yes, you know, anytime you go back and watch anything that was made from you were a kid, it's completely different in so many ways. And a lot of stuff like that just is not the way things are anymore. And you know what? When our kids grow up and they're watching something with their kids that was taking place in today's day and age, it will be completely probably crazy to them that that was even okay.
1: Yeah, it's one thing to watch something go, oh, hey, people were smoking in a plane. To,
0: hey, this is ultra creep, creep show. You guys had to deal with this. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. There's your life lesson from Radio's Big J. Important stuff is on the way here in a few minutes. Let's not forget, we also have your last chance, at least on the morning show, for the all cash $25,000 Double Dare coming up at 8 30.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Everywhere you turn, Big J, people are cracking down on vaping. Is it enough to make you stop? Yeah. Good. From 2015 to 2017, more than 2,000 people have visited the emergency room across the U.S. for e-cigarette burns or explosion-related injuries due to vaping, according to the BMJ Medical Journal. And on Thursday, St. Luke's Medical Center here in Boise announced a pretty big change after one of their employees experienced their own vape pen explode. The head of security at St. Luke's said a vape pen inside an employee's purse caused a fire that burned a hole through the woman's purse and jacket. Look out! This happened last month, so now, because of the incident, St. Luke's is prompting patients employees at St. Luke's across Idaho to leave any vaping devices at home because of the fire risk. So employees aren't allowed to bring them inside anymore crazy Just if you are up man a patient they're like listen leave that stuff alone don't bring it in here we got oxygen and bleep going on in here it's bad news right it's bad news so now you know if you're in need of medical attention or you're heading to st luke's you're gonna have to leave the vape pen at home big j or device do those big old boxes that people have have a different name uh <laughs> no i think those are are vape are they called pens too
1: no, I don't think they are. Though. Just those just devices, are, right? Those are usually modified. I mean, that's right. crazy stuff going on in those things. I don't know anything about them. Well, if you're not our vaping expert, who is? Adam? What, why? Why would you be the
0: vaping expert? You never seen him do that? No, I don't think I have. Oh, but now I'll ask him. Now I'll ask him. I'm in. Boise State football travels in Logan, Utah for a big matchup tomorrow night against the Aggies. Uh, the game is going to kick off at 8.30 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network. Broncos win in Logan. They clinch the Mountain Division. They would host the conference title game here on the Blue on December 7th. And they're going to face either the winner of the San Diego State or Hawaii game that's happening on Saturday as well. Boise State favored by nine and a half heading into the game tomorrow night. We'll give you our final score predictions next hour. Texans win on Thursday Night Football, twenty to seventeen, and Miles Garrett's indefinite suspension of the for the Cleveland Browns defensive end for hitting Mason Rudolph over the head with his helmet is going to actually stay put for the rest of the season, despite uh, Garrett making some changes to his claims as to what happened on the field from what we heard of about a week ago. Uh, including some racial slurs being said, which motivated him to do what he did. The NFL looked into it, said they didn't find anything that supported Garrett's claim, and so they're holding everything up, although they did reduce Mike Pouncey's uh, suspension from three games to two for the Steelers. So there's that. Ozzy Osbourne has released another song from his upcoming album, Ordinary Man. It's titled Straight to Hell. The track was teased earlier this week, and it follows up the first cut Called "Under the Graveyard," which you can hear on the X. Slash plays guitar on this particular version Ooh. of the song. Uh, Duff McKagan still on bass, and Chad Smith still who, on drums. Who cares? You don't like it? What?
1: No, no, no. It's not that. Who cares? I listened to it this morning. You know what? I didn't notice. I'm like, oh God, Slash. That Slash is a guitar. Yeah, there's no solo or anything in there, right? Well, it doesn't matter. You wouldn't notice, anyways. I mean, most people would never know. I'm like. Oh, man, that symbol, Splash, sounds like Chad Smith.
0: Oh, my God. But it's nice if you're a fan of them to know that they're on this album. Sure. Ordinary Man out in 2020. Uh, did I? Do, am I taking it that you didn't like the song? No, I like the song. Okay. We, we have it. We can play it this morning. Which do you like
1: better, Straight to Hell or Under the Graveyard? See, I, I, now I'm, I might be clouded by my judgment, so I can't tell you for 100% sure which one. I, I mean, I think I like Under the Graveyard better. I think you might be right. Oh, did you listen to it as well? I did. Okay, then I feel better about my choice. I
0: did. <laughs> Should we play it? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll play it. We'll play it next uh, out, out of the uh, out of the break. We'll give you the the new Ozzy Osbourne song, "Straight to Hell," and you can hear Slash, you can hear Chad Smith, you can hear Duff McKagan, you can hear a guitar that m- probably was played by Slash. I will say this though, I'm ru- I, I think uh, the song's fine. It's not bad. I think this album's gonna be really good. I'm really happy that Andrew Watt is producing it. You know that we met Andrew, right? Uh, no. Yeah, Andrew Watt uh, played uh, acoustically at the radio convention that one year. That's the same Andrew Watt that that had a rock career for a while. Is now in producing uh, and what, produce, what, was he solo? Yeah, he was all by himself. I'll show you a picture. You'll totally oh, okay. remember him. Uh, a, 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 and he's the, the
1: guy who produced the Post Malone
0: album? And the guy, yes, and then and, and, and he's producing and, this album and, from Ozzy. and and did guitar on all but every track but this one. Oh wow. So okay. that's him, and and so I'm rooting for it to do well, and we'll play that Ozzy song here coming up here in a second. <laughs> Jay on
1: 100.3, the X Rocks.
0: We are going to the internet for today's We're Going to Hell story. How often do you purchase, like, you know, hey, this would be funny to get somebody as a gift. Do you do that a lot? Is that something that you do? Like, uh, oh, this is yeah, hilarious. Used to.
1: Used to. Like, uh, there's a, You see that over there? Unicorn meat? Right. I remember that. That was a gift for Ian. Yeah. And it sat here forever. <laughs> yeah, when he left, he didn't take it with <laughs> him. I was very upset. <laughs>
0: Uh, about what is your what is your price point for that? Like, what's the most you'll spend on, like, a gag gift?
1: Well, it depends on the person getting the gift uh, and, and how much joy it brings me gotcha. thinking about it. But yeah. I would go 50 bucks. All right. All right. 300 a little bit out of the element of. Uh, of t- yeah, um, not rolling in that kind of revenue
0: right now. So, uh-uh. because, you know, Black Friday is, is officially a week away. And there is a website on the internet known as Pornhub. Have you heard of this? <laughs> of course I've heard of it. And they, an have, man. they have just introduced something they're calling their Deal of the Lifetime. The mega popular adult video website announced a $299 lifetime membership to its Pornhub Premium Subscription Service. A deal that says it will make the long, hard journey of life a little bit more bearable. It's called the Life Plan and it will only be available on Black Friday for one day only. Now Pornhub introduced the deal with a tongue in cheek YouTube video showing clips of couples both old and young spending time together with a gravelly gravely, gravely voiced narrator proclaiming that choosing the right partner is essential, a partner you can always count on. Now the lifetime membership will give subscribers access to 125,000 premium videos that the general Pornhub visitor does not have access to. It will also get rid of all the ads on the website and allow for higher resolution streaming so if you feel like you haven't had that crystal clear porn now you have the opportunity for it to be right in your face I mean that's why HD was invented right and the normal price for Pornhub premium is about a hundred dollars per year so for two hundred ninety nine dollars the x-rated site promises that there will always be a familiar place to take care of you so you could take care of yourself Oh god (laughs) Jesus What does that even mean? Well, that means that you, your favorite porn stars will always be there when you want to, you know, have yeah. some personal time. And you won't have to worry about ads or slow resolution or anything like that. You just want to get it on a little bit longer. And Lord knows that Pornhub probably long, long after we will, so a lifetime membership to it may do some service. But, I, I mean, I, I I can only consider this as like a gag gift, right? And even then, like, you'd have to go in with some people. Cause that's or you li- know
1: somebody who's got a serious uh, problem with porn. A real porn addiction. And you're not the kind of person that wants to stand in their way. But that being
0: said, there's so much free stuff out there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is there something that you're not getting now that you need to pay for that? Yeah, the whole scene. <laughs> okay. Or they only have, like, part scenes on there?
1: Well, generally, the free stuff is taken from... Oh, like the whole movie, you mean? Yeah, or the scenes. Sure. Okay. But aren't the scenes on there? They're all edited. Maybe you should go check it out. They're all...
0: They're, it's not... Really? It's all edited? Some of them are, yeah. All right. I, know, I believe that some of them are. You're right. But there's also, like, full-on stuff on there, I imagine. Maybe right? you've
1: got a favorite performer, and you want to see him do the whole thing. Him. Morning After with Nick and
0: Big J. There's your... Welcome Morning After, on the way, we're going to talk about... Boy, we're going right from porn into Mr. Rogers. It is a perfect transition. We'll talk about yeah. the movie in theaters next on x Rocks. <laughs> Foo Fighters Learn to Fly here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's little doubt the big release of the week in movie theaters is going to be Frozen 2. That thing is going to make movie bank over bank over bank for sure. Yeah, just, you know, let it go. As it's going to be number one. Do you want to build a snowman? But the uh, the movie that is the best reviewed of the week with a 97% Rotten Tomatoes score, Big J, nah, I'm is about A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, and so it is one of those deals where it it is, uh, it is very, very, very well liked by people. And it's got a good audience cinema score as well. Do you care about that? Yes, cinema score, yes. It's about the same as the Rotten Tomatoes score. So people are enjoying it on the way out. And it is a movie that we partook in last night. And uh, and watched the first screening of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood in the Treasure Valley. And uh, I think it's suffice it to say we liked it very much, yes? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those deals where, you know, Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers, of course, Fred Rogers. And uh, I'm not sure if it's what you would think going into it, but it's kind of a different play on the whole... You know, biopic kind of a thing. It's more telling a a select story than it is the entire lifespan of Mr. Rogers. But that story is an incredibly important and popular one where somebody is assigned to write a story about Mr. Rogers. And then Mr. Rogers, of course, just being the amazing glowing ball of positivity and light that he is turns this gentleman's life around. And does good things, but the performances are really good. Yes,
1: uh, absolutely. Uh, Tom Hanks, uh, a remarkable, and then uh, the other folks, great as well.
0: <laughs> where else are you going to get that in-depth analysis? Yeah, where else? Other Nowhere. Than right here. Uh, Tom Matthew Hanks. R- Matthew Rice says that relationship between Fred and Lloyd in the movie is an important one. Is this Andrea? Yes. This is Fred Rogers
1: oh hi who is it uh Lloyd's right here oh no I, andrea while i have you i just want to thank you so much for sharing Lloyd with us can't be easy him traveling with gavin at home oh well thank you for saying that i'm gonna give lloyd to you now
0: mr rogers knows my name <laughs> it was a funny scene in the movie where uh you know you realize that uh, mr rogers You know, at this particular point, because the movie takes place in 1998, had been... Uh, a huge huge part of uh, pretty much every adult's childhood at this point absolutely yeah and so anywhere he goes people recognize him for who he is and what he's done and you realize that mr rogers is pretty much the same person whether he's on the television or he's not on the television and so it is uh it is a very good movie we think you should check it out there's also a podcast there where we get into it because there's some really cool stuff about the movie that you don't get from the previews the way they go about telling the story, the way they go about um, making the movie, and some of the things and devices that they use to kind of put you in this particular place is really, really cool, and something that hadn't been done in a movies in really, really long time. So- yeah,
1: yeah, and I think Nick, that um, that goes goes to show you too how surprised we were by some of that stuff, and how cool we thought it was. Is is like your. Ideas on, you know, movie-making trailers, examples. Oftentimes, they reveal way too much about what's going to happen in the movie and yeah. takes away that, like, wow factor. I mean, obviously, you're going into a movie like this. You're not expecting to be wowed by the cinema stuff in it, but we were.
0: Yeah, yeah, very sh- It's a really cool way to make a movie that they put this together and I mean for sure it's also an emotional movie agree or disagree absolutely yeah Uh, I mean it's one of those deals where we were talking about it like you know the trailer just watching the trailer I would be like oh god oh no (laughs) here come the waterworks and then you're you're through the movie and you're like hey this is actually a, a very good movie with a lot of emotional tie-in some heavy stuff that they're dealing with and uh and it makes you want to be a better person doesn't it big jay
1: absolutely how could you not be
0: right how are you doing with that so far
1: good how, how about you, you? C+. Plus. So far this morning, yeah. I mean, I, you're kind of reaching for C+. Plus,
0: but. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You can check out the full podcast at the beginning of the podcast. We get into the movie just in a general form with all of us, including Randy. Uh, and then we get into the spoiler side of things. Once you've actually seen the movie, you can listen to the second half of the podcast. It is up now at xrock.com. It's morning after the movie. movies, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's there at xrock.com right now. <laughs> Important stuff
1: on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Big J, the Beatles once saying "You can't buy me love," and there's also a thing that says, "Hey, love doesn't cost anything," but being in a relationship does. Big J. Yeah. It was an analysis of financial data that found that single people spend about four thousand six hundred dollars less per year compared to those in a relationship. Consumer affairs expert says this could be due to having roommates roomi- uh, splitting costs or because single people don't really face the pressures of buying gifts for anniversaries, birthdays, Christmases compared to people who are married or have kids or are in relationships. The data also showed that single people save less. Some theorize that's because they don't have to talk about money with anybody else or they don't have to feel any kind of responsibility for their you know, financial decisions. And so next thing you know, they're much more willing to spend things on stuff that they don't really need. So it costs more to be in a relationship, but you save more money as well. And I'm sure that's true for you. Like, hey, listen, I'd really like to go out for lunch, but I know I'm in trouble for it, so i got to save that money. Nah, let's do it. And then you yell that for it. Yep. But it does cost money, for sure, to be in a relationship, which is why you got to be smart about it. But overall, better to be in one than not, Big J. Agree or disagree? Agreed. There you go. And you're happier because of it, yes? Very. Then happiness is all that matters, right?
1: Happiness!
0: Is that your new single? Yep. Produced by Andrew Watt? I can only hope, man. Boise State football team travels to Logan, Utah for a critical Saturday night matchup against the Aggies. Kickoff 8.30 p.m. tomorrow night will be televised nationally on the CBS Sports Network. Stakes are high if the Broncos win. They will host the championship title game for the conference. On the seventh, the opponent would be either San Diego State or Hawaii. Depends on who wins that game this weekend. BSU favored by nine and a half. Big J, your final score prediction, please. <clears throat> um,
1: let's go. Let's go thirty-one to fourteen
0: in favor of the Broncos. And the Broncos. I got thirty-eight to twenty written down here. So we're uh, pretty close. Pretty close. I feel like the Broncos will cover. Uh, Utah's got a Utah State's got a pretty decent offense. I think they'll put up a couple of points, but I think the Broncos will cover easy. I like the over, two. Texans beat the Colts 20-17 to last night in the Thursday night football game. Deshaun Watson, a couple of touchdowns, 298 yards through the air. Did you watch any of this after getting home from the movie last night? I didn't, know. Me either. Didn't watch any of it. But it was a football game that was on the TV, and some people, I'm sure, did. Miles Garrett will continue to be out for the rest of the year. His suspension was upheld by the NFL after a... Uh, Hearing yesterday where he tried to appeal it did not work out for him. Uh, Did change his story a little bit, saying that Mason Rudolph did utter a racial slur, which caused him to do that. But that was the first time anybody heard that. And the NFL did do a little bit of an investigation, but decided, you know what, it's just the way it's going to be. And, uh,
1: you know, Garrett said he told the NFL in their meeting in confidence. And that got out. But I'm like, why? Why keep it confident? And why not say anything right after the game about it?
0: Yeah, th- that was that was my that was my big thing. And now it, it depends on who you believe. He said he told t- Freddie Kitchens, and Kitchens said that that Garrett did tell him something. Uh, but why you would spend the entire after effect with the media saying my fault, never should have did that, I, I overreacted, I apologize. And I think he might have had a little bit more of a case if he said, hey, dude, dropped a racial slur at me. Yeah,
1: I bet and- that happens all the time in games. And and um, from from as. Go, I mean, you could go back years and years, and nobody ever took somebody's helmet off and bashed them in the head with it. You
0: think racial slurs are said all the time in games?
1: Uh, Well, going back, way back. Yeah. Well, the only absolutely. time I
0: remember that happening was, uh, what was that San Francisco wide receiver, JJ something? JJ that, Stokes. Yeah, that spit in somebody's face because he said there was a racial slur. Yeah. And he got suspended as well. But he said it right away. And everybody was like, hey, man, that's not cool. And I just feel like there would have been a little bit more people uh, understanding of the reaction had that been the case. If he, if that was really the case, who knows? I don't know the truth. Nobody knows the truth except for Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Plus, that's the kind of thing I don't think that uh, even
1: Rudolph's own teammates would would defend.
0: You know? Right. I mean, again, it's a whole it's a whole lot of gray area there. Who knows? Dave Grohl had a simple description for his band's music during an interview with the Good For You podcast by Whitney Cummings. He said the Foo Fighters are, quote, dad rock, and they're not cool at all. Grohl took his explanation once further and said, quote, first of all, we're all dads, and you're right, we're a rock band. Look, I'm 50 years old. I've got gray bleeping hair, but you know, the thing is, I've never considered our band cool, and I kind of like that. He said one of the reasons for the band's longevity was it's never been trendy he said we've just never been hip or cool we've never been on all the award shows or mainstream or anything like that and that's okay we play to the rock fans that we want to play to and i don't give a bleep about anybody else i just want to bleeping play rock music Grohl told us a while back that he finds the foos continuing success after 25 years of making albums and music to be pretty mystifying all things considered but still he is happy that they're able to continue to do work they're currently working on their 10th studio album. The follow up to Concrete and Gold is expected out sometime next year. Meanwhile, fans can check out a collection of newly digitized B sides, demos, and live recordings that the band released over the course of the last year. It's available online for you to purchase if you'd like. $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. All right, procrastinators. It is down to the very last day to win yourself some cash in the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. It is an honor to welcome on to the show Caller X this morning. Her name is Lissa. Lissa, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for calling in. We hope to hell that you win $200 this morning, but uh, the category in which you play is entirely up to you. Big J, what are Lissa's two options?
1: Musicians, side projects, and movies with terrible sequels. More
0: comfortable in the world of music or movies this morning, Lisa? Well, I'm
1: going to have to go with movies. All right, good luck. All right, here's your $50 question. Sandra Bullock showed up for this, but there was no Keanu Reeves or bus going less than 50 miles an hour with this sequel subtitled Cruise Control. Uh, Speed 2. Right. Right.
0: That is correct. Speed 2 is worth... Willem
1: put it in a good effort. (laughs) That's true.
0: Worth uh, $50 of yours. That is definitely yours. You can take it and walk away, or you can try for double or nothing for $100 on movies with terrible sequels. What would you like to do?
1: let's go for it. Okay. All right, here's your $100 question. Chevy Chase and the Gopher came back, but Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Murray wisely passed on the sequel to this legendary golf comedy that took place on a mini golf course. Oh,
0: um Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day is incorrect. <laughs> oh, Lisa, Lisa. Son of a biscuit. Ah! <sighs> <sighs> oh, what was the correct answer, <sighs> Big J? Caddyshack, Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack 2. Right. Caddyshack. <laughs> Caddyshack is the golf man, comedy. Man. But you gave it the old college try, Lissa. Thank you very much for playing along with us. We wish you a fantastic morning. And because you didn't win any money, you have a chance to do it at 1230 today and 430 today. Your last two chances to play the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We ended the way we started. <laughs> Was giving away nothing. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> sorry, dude. It's all right, man. And uh, it's all right. Listen,
1: I do want to uh, take this moment as we approach Pop Culture Smackdown that uh, Nick wrote all the questions for the X Rock Double Dare and wrote some seven hundred questions. Uh, a little over that, but yeah. And I've been keeping all these emails, so he'll be having to answer some of these questions just oh. to save me some work. Don't worry about it. I'll remember every single I thing. Don't I want know. To- will you?
0: Yes, I. You bet I will. I bet I will. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We have that pop culture smackdown next in the x <laughs> morning after with nick and big j
1: yeah and we've got a show coming up tomorrow nick uh at the rev center that would be ministry coming to town i'm going oh, to that show along with the illegals uh who are bringing Phil on with them so oh uh, you are yeah oh, hell yeah oh, man
0: i've never seen ministry i really want to see ministry it's been a while since oh. i've seen phil and Salmon so i'm gonna go
1: listen you know what i think you should probably use your powers to try to get uh jorgensen's bottle Oh, you think he's, so? He, yeah, yeah. He usually gives it out. Does he? Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing that, but years ago, all right, he would give that thing out. So uh, there you go. You get on the horn here and uh, beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown, and you can party down with him,
0: probably. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, I don't. I'm not gonna give you a bottle of anything. That people realize. No that, Cristal. Right? Oh yeah, no, I've got Cristal. 208-287-1003 is them. But you need to call. Is that the, still in? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it's it's a kind of like tangerine tonic, you know. Right. Like it's just the old hip hop stuff that nobody really drinks anymore. Now it's all about Four Loco and White Claw. You understand? Anyway, 208 <laughs> 287. We have gone off the rails. 208 1003 if you want to play. Good luck to everybody. Let's go see a show tomorrow night if you wish. <laughs> oh boy. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. All right. Good luck, man.
1: All right. Take here we three. go. Goldie Hawn uh, is uh, no, I'll scratch that one Oh no! That was from the other day <laughs> uh, the sing- This singer's life has been somewhat of a wrecking ball There uh, right. you go, good job Nick, uh, uh, if you hear the phrase No whammies What game show might
0: you be watching? Do you want the old title or the title that was on the Game Show Network? I'll give you both just in case. Uh, the original show was called Press Your Luck, and then they changed the name to Whammy on the Game Show Network.
1: Oh, well, no, now it's back to Press Your Luck.
0: Press Your Luck. Yeah, yeah. Press Your right. Luck. Right. Good
1: job. Uh, what is the Scoville unit a measure of? A lot of pepper. There you go. Yeah. Right. Nick, at what age did Iron Mike Tyson first don the world heavyweight belt after beating Trevor Berbick?
0: What? Burbick? It's Burbick. It's Burbick. Uh, okay. Was he 19 or was he 20? Was he 19 or was he 20? Was he 19 or was he 20? I'm going to say 20. God
1: damn Is, it. it. Is it right? Yes.
0: Right. It's poopy. All right. Uh, a spider typically has eight legs and what? Eight what? <laughs>
1: a spider typically has eight legs and eight what? Eyes. There you go. Eyes. Eyes. Uh, let's see, uh, Nick, in Jurassic Park, the park is located on an island off the coast of what country?
0: Oh, no. Uh, I really don't know this one. I'm just going to say Costa Rica. Oh, damn it! Is that right? You and your right. stupid guesses. I am, uh, out of questions. Yeah! Good job, Jacob. You and I, we uh, we rode until it bucked us. You are going to go check out Ministry and Phil Anselmo tomorrow. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. You cannot help it, Big J. Morning after. I mean, really, 20? You guessed that right? With Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown headlines on the way. I am available to be purchased for trivia teams across the Treasure Valley if you'd like to hire me out. As long as it's not out. friends questions. As long as it's not friends trivia, I should be okay. But feel free to offer me up some cash. I'm happy to do it. Freelance work. It's time for Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Would you? Could you? It's the worst. And people are weird. Would you? Could you? Could you? So the cost of a hotel room can really drive up the cost of a vacation or a trip, agree or disagree? Oh yeah, for sure. But you could always visit Japan and stay in a hotel and a nice one at that for just a dollar a night. What do you think, Big J? That sounds scary already. There's a catch. Yeah. That catch is your entire stay will be live streamed on YouTube. The Ashai Royan Hotel in Foyuka recently got a new owner who says he was looking for ways to boost business and was inspired by a British YouTuber who live-streamed his stay at the hotel. He says that one room is now equipped with cameras that are always live-streaming. The feed is video-only, so there's no sound. The cameras are always pointed away from the bathroom area to give guests some privacy so that they can go number two and shower in peace. But other than that, Big J, everything else is live-streamed a dollar a night are you in sure why not
1: well people hear me snore
0: Um, i don't care there's no audio oh even better it's just a video as previously mentioned in the store just video so they're not hearing anything they're just seeing you kind of walking around watching sports center your skivvies (laughs) doing what you would do in a hotel room so you would do it for a buck yeah all right
1: is it a nice room?
0: It's not bad. I mean, it's not like the Hilton, but it's a nice room. You know, it's not its not like some seedy motel. I mean, you know, how often,
1: how much time do you spend in it? You know, you should be out doing tourist things.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're a tourist, if you're there for business, maybe you're just there to sleep. Who knows? But yeah, I'm guessing it's probably not that exciting. But as we've all known, you don't have to be as exci- exciting to be a hit on YouTube, right? Right. So might as well. Save yourself some money in the process. It's the worst or people are weird. People are weird. Tourists have queued up at a zoo in China to sniff poop from giant pandas, Big J. Oh, man. Workers at the Wuhan Zoo have put panda dung on display for visitors to smell in a bid to teach the public about the animal's digestive habits. Many zoo goers said they were f- surprised to find out that the bread panda's feces has an actually pleasant, fragrant smell. No. Some thought that no. the waste smelled like fresh bamboo, others thought it smelled like fresh break bread. Pandas are actually poorly adapted for digesting bamboo. Therefore, their droppings mainly consist of broken bamboo leaves. God zookeepers were thrilled with the enthusiasm of people wanting to smell the crap. These people are idiots. And they promised to display fresh dung every day. They even shared a video of the zoo's official social media account on how the exhibits were produced by their panda sisters and they showed the pandas pooping. So, you know, it's real fresh. Oh, my God. And then you can smell it yourself. What if it does smell like fresh baked it bread, doesn't, though? It doesn't. But, I mean... It fr- doesn't. It doesn't. Fresh bread smells delicious. Yeah. Yep, it does. That would be a real mind bleep, I think, if it did. Like, what do you do with I that mean, information? I think that's the, you know, that, that's
1: the chicken the egg. I mean, what if, what if they were backwards? What if fresh-baked bread
0: smelled like poo? Right. But that's what I mean. Like, if if you did find poop out there that smelled like it, wouldn't it forever change the way you feel about fresh bread? Ye- uh, like, yeah. Be, like, an Albertsons, yeah, but- you'd be like going, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I remember that smell. It's poop. Wrap it up with It's the Worst. Two separate opinion polls have come to the exact same conclusion. Cranberry sauce is the worst Thanksgiving food of all. Agree or disagree, Big Jay? Uh, disagree. What is the worst Thanksgiving Pumpkin food? Pumpkin pie. I'll take that. But, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even... Awful.
1: We don't even put cranberry sauce on the table. Why would you? It's off. Especially, especially that stuff that comes in a can. <laughs> I'm like, the what? Ge-
0: the gelatinous <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah. I'm like, what has happened? The sources of this information are a poll taken by Harris for Instacart and another taken by WalletHub and the Detroit Free Press. Basically, 29% said that of all Thanksgiving foods, they hated cranberry sauce the most. Green bean casserole came in second. What? With 24%. A resounding 68% said they hated some part of Thanksgiving food, but ate it anyway because tradition. And basically, 42% of men said they would rather give up watching football than have to prepare a Thanksgiving meal. Uh, only three percent of Americans admitted to actually liking the cranberry sauce, as opposed to calling it their least favorite. It doesn't look like they went into the dessert section of things. So if you're taking just food into it, Big J, yeah, would but cranberry that's a sauce personal went? thing. I'm not a pumpkin person
1: right. at all. So
0: right. But would you, would cranberry sauce be the actual like something you would find on the dinner table that you wouldn't like? Not mine. From Thanksgiving is what I'm asking, though. Yeah, I guess. You like green bean casserole.
1: Uh, I do, and there's several different ways you can make it. So, I mean, the traditional way I get people don't like why people like it, but I grew up with it, so.
0: And, uh, obviously, mashed potatoes you're fine with, Mm -hmm. stuffing you're good with, turkey you like. Oh, man, I can't wait to make stuffing. I'm getting big J.L. riled up. I'm going to stop. There's your headlines. We'll do some bad impressions. Hopefully it doesn't smell like poop. (laughs) Next on the x Nick and Big J on
1: 100.3 The X. Yep, we got ministry tickets for you. Ministry and uh, Phil Some on the Illegals. Uh, show is happening tomorrow at the Rev Center. We'll get you your tickets. If you can figure out bad impressions, and you can get here before 5 o'clock today.
0: That's the catch. 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked hard to put together three clues to point to somebody that is famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and look at you, man. Going to a show tomorrow night. Feeling better about yourself. Your choices. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Boo. All right, Steve. Good luck.
1: I start as Lori Strobe in the Halloween franchise.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Good job, yeah. dude. All Good right. job. One and done is all you need. <laughs> Ministry, Phil and Salmo tickets are yours. Hang on one second. Clues two and three for fun.
1: I've been in yogurt commercials and starred with
0: Arnold in True Lies. <laughs> and my dad was Tony Curtis. It's true. Uh, and yogurt that makes you go to the bathroom commercials, too. Why is Jamie Lee Curtis in the news? Well, it just happens to have fiber in it, Nick. It make you go to the bathroom. It's supposed to. It's supposed to regulate you.
1: It's supposed to help keep you regular. Uh, Panda talk. Uh, she is celebrating a birthday today. Yeah, how old do you think that uh, Miss, Miss Jamie Lee Curtis is? Uh, I'll say fifty-one. She, no, no, she's sixty-one. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Look at her. Good job. And she'll be uh, she'll be starring in Knives Out, which comes out next week. I really want to see that movie. I'm looking forward to it very much. I enjoy Ryan Johnson. I think he's fantastic. And uh, when given the opportunity and all the talents in that movie, it's got to be good, right? Yeah. Little Danny Craig, in there doing his detective thing. Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette. Uh, Michael Shannon, who's great in everything, Chris Evans, Captain America, popping up in there—it can't be bad, right? Oh
1: no, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're looking
0: forward to it. Happy birthday, Jamie Lee Curtis, Big J. Favorite Jamie Lee Curtis movie? Go. Uh, um, trading places. That is the right answer. Morning after with Nick. <laughs> we're and terrible. And Big J. It's a great movie. Uh huh. We got ourselves an opportunity to wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. That is Skillet. That is Legendary here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for the Friday show. Thank you very much for spending another week here with us on The Morning After. We tried, but couldn't quite given away any money on the last day of the X-Rock all cash $25,000 double dare we'll try again 1230 30 today let's have some people win some money all right that's how we want to wrap this thing up yes yeah of course we also had a chance to talk about the new Fred Mr. Rogers movie check that out in the theaters you can check out the podcast as well at xrock.com and we even gave away some ministry tickets over the course of the show today Big J going to be out later on this afternoon at the Albertsons on 36th and state for toys for tots swing on behind on your way home from work uh, pick up some groceries and pick up some toys for some kids and help out the Marines and of course the X as we help to achieve a goal for them for this holiday season it's incredibly important to us that you do that so that's happening from 4 to 6 today at Albertsons on 36th and state reminder uh, Jason Drew gonna be out this Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. at the Bronco Motors Nissan at the Idaho Center Auto Mall for their year-end closeout sales event the Black Friday edition they're trying to make some room for the 2020 models so the 2019 models are on sale and cheap. That's 4 to 6 tomorrow at the Idaho Center Auto Mall with Jason Drew and Broncos Nissan. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jay. Yeah, I just became a citizen of Avatar Country, so uh, you should as well. And I can't
1: wait to see the, the movie because we haven't really talked about that this week. But uh, that sucker's out. Yeah,
0: you do have to be a member of the fan club in order to access it. Or if you are part no, of no, the no, Kickstarter. no, there's
1: no fan club. It's a citizen. Av- yes, Sorry. you have to have a, a visa and then maybe you can
0: get your passport one day. Right. And uh, if you're a citizen of Avatar country, then you can check out the movie. Or if you back the Kickstarter, they gave you a link uh, in which you can watch it as well that you can access it. And one of those are the two ways that you can see the Avatar movie that they made and is out officially on their website today. We will see you on Monday. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good weekend at CX Rock.